Hey, Bob, guess what? First two things. One, we're on air. And two, it's another episode of Let's, Let's Chat Sales. I got that from a good friend, you know, so. I got a dining room table from a good friend. Everyone won. <laughs> so, hey, this episode, we're going to talk about dead prospects. We go to their funeral or not? Yes. No, no. We're actually ready. This is a topic, but it's topics that where someone goes radio silent on you, right? That's what okay. we mean. You know, someone that, so it's your problem. You brought it up. <laughs> I mean, this is problem. like you. <laughs> Why don't you paint the picture? Okay, so I'm going to paint the picture. I have a that I was having discussions with, and they completely disappeared. Yeah. Like no communication whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. And it happens from time to time. I don't think I did anything to send them that way. Yeah. They didn't telegraph it because sometimes someone's like, you know what? I'm not sure this is going to work for me. And then you get yeah. the sign, and then they disappear, and they don't take your calls. They cancel the appointment. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. But when they just like, literally, it's like they dropped off the face of the earth. Yeah. I don't know what to do with that. I don't know how to resolve that. I don't know if it's something I'm doing or something they're doing or if it's, and that's the part that's hard for me. You know, it, I'd rather you tell me, hey, you know, you're a jerk. I don't like your sense of humor. Yeah. than to just leave me hanging. Yeah. People are going to do that. Yeah. And so. It's so, not so you. the girls in the high school were actually more advanced than the people I'm dealing with now because well, they were always I mean, good at That's a whole different dynamic. But in your case, in this case, the problem's not them, it's you. And when I say that, what I mean to say is, is <laughs> I was, I was, in high school too. <laughs> I was, I'm always of the opinion that it's not helpful to blame other people. It's better to examine what you could do differently, right? Because okay. you can't really make, you really can't influence other people as much as you think you can. And so it's really much better how you can you manage yourself and so forth. And so we talked about this in a previous episode a little bit, but let's dive into it a little bit more. And that is, I think the big thing is you have to qualify and qualify them much more aggressively and more thoroughly. And you have to or disqualify them more aggressively. Same right? thing. Same thing. Well, yeah. I think there, there is a difference, though. If you're disqualifying, to me, that means you're really looking to see the reason why they aren't a customer. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. So okay. there's that. And then you're also not developing enough level of, of commonality and trust early on, early enough on. <clears throat> I think they're kind of related to one another. And that is people want to be agreeable. People always want to agree with you. Most people don't like confrontation. The people that do are oftentimes categorized as assholes. This is why, like when we talk about discovery, like the idea behind discovery is in the discovery process, people want to tell you things that are supportive of your idea. They don't want to discourage you and your idea. They don't want to say that your idea sucks or this feature isn't going to work or this is why you're barking up the wrong tree, whatever. They don't want to do that because it's confrontational and it leads to a bad outcome, right? Or it can't. And so the discovery process, it's really important that you ask people questions in a way that allows them to be really comfortable to tell you the truth, right? And if you don't do that, you end up getting a lot of happy talk and then things kind of move along because they, you want them to move along and they don't want to discourage you. So they sort of let them move along. And, but at some point it hits, there's a inflection point where they just can't say yes anymore. They can't be agreeable anymore because they're not well suited to the solution that you're pitching or they don't have the budget or whatever the reasons are or they're, or they don't have the decision-making power and capability or whatever. Whatever the reasons are, 
in my opinion, it's typically that you haven't qualified enough early on and you haven't developed enough trust early on to get them to say the truth, right? Because if your solution is really good and it fits and it's the timing's right and they have budget and all those sorts of things, it's, it's hard to suggest and they believe you can deliver. It's really important. If you've got all those things going for you, those are all check marks, yes, they're not only going to want to buy from you, they're, they're going to be really eager to buy and can't wait to go, right? Can't wait to get started. So when, they're not, when do I let them go? Like literally no more as, trying. As soon, oh, and now you, they've gone radio silent for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no right answer to this question, but the two parts of the answer that I would say, is one is I would say, first of all, you might say, you might give them an easy out. Hey, this is, this is clearly not a fit. I misunderstood, you know, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Unless I hear back from you, I'll just assume that there's no opportunity. Okay. Or, the, you know, something's changed. You don't have the budget or I didn't, whatever. Whatever your mm-hmm. statement is. But basically, something effective, say, I'm not going to bother you anymore. Uh, or there's not a good, or as far as, that, it sounds like there's not a good fit or something's changed or okay. whatever. Hope everything, wish you the best. And so, and then wait and see what happens. You know, and would chances you contact are, them two months later, three months later, would you? That was the second part of it. The, or no? the, the second part of it is you could do a couple different things. One thing is you could set up a, a tickler for two months down the road and say, hey, just, just checking in, has anything changed? And if you've got something to update them on, hey, we changed this feature or whatever, or we changed, we add this new capability or the pricing is changing or whatever, then you have the ability to kind of just remind them, hey, we, we're still there. Right. That's one thing. And, you know, you just put them on your mailing list and they can hear about yeah. you and so forth. And I think it's a small world. And so you don't want to alienate them. You don't want to piss them off. You don't want to get turned into a confrontation because they'll end up somewhere else or you'll see them in a conference or whatever. The best thing to do is be gracious and not, not let it bug you. So that's one thing. Okay. The other is you could go around them. And if you really think there's a good fit, you know, if you're talking to the owner of the company, there's really nowhere to go. But situation. yeah, but if you're talking to someone in a corporation where they're three levels down from the boss, from the department head or whatever, you could just say, hey, I was working on this project and there seems to be a real fit, but it sort of just got disconnected. And by this point in time, if you've learned a lot about the customer, you learned a, maybe you have a really good value proposition, right? And at that point, you can communicate that to someone higher up. And this actually gives you a chance to go further up the food chain if you haven't been doing that already. Okay. And if you have been doing that already and you're getting radio silence from one guy, then one person, then you triangulate, go around that person, talk to others and see what's going on. But generally speaking, it's a qualification and a trust issue. Yeah. Okay. That's helpful. Yeah. I'm sad all at the same time. <laughs> well, it's just, yeah, this goes back to the conversation we were having the other day about conversations, about the importance right. of having lots of conversations. And the thing is that you get better at it. You get better right. at saying, hey, you know, you really, and at the risk of laboring this topic, but you really sort of want to give them all the reasons why things aren't going to work, right? Hey, here's, here's what's going to happen. You really need this amount of budget, right? For, or right. this is what the cost so is. So they're qualifying is. the budget, yeah, they're qualifying yeah, the timing, yeah. they're qualifying, yep. Yeah, and you're basically giving them, here are the ingredients. This is what I need. You know, this is the steps along the way. These are the things that are going to happen. This is where it gets hard. This is where it gets hard because we have to talk to so-and-so in your department or we have to do this and that assessment. And if it doesn't fit, my IT team have to work together, et cetera, whatever the thing is. 
Mm-hmm. You, you want to map out all the reasons why it could go wrong and get them to understand whether or not they're up for it. And, mm-hmm. and at some point, it's a bit of a gut. You know, their behavior tells right. you uh, this is early on. You'll know that someone's, they're not into it. They don't right. have the backbone. They don't have the energy. They don't have whatever it is that, you know, it's like playing golf with people. The reason why people play golf with other people in business is because you have four or five hours to spend, spend with them. You right. get to see how they behave under different situations. And that tells you a lot about the kind of person mm-hmm. you're do, doing business with, right? And in the same way, these conversations early on, they should be telling you, oh, this is what this person's like. This is how they're, they're likely to behave. And, mm-hmm. and that tells you a lot about how, like what to expect from them down the road. And by the way, they're doing the same thing with you. They're trying to figure right. you out, right? And that's why it's so important. Like first impressions are so important and following up is so important because these are promises right? Mm-hmm. You're making to the other person. Hey, we have a call at 10 and you show up at 10 after 10, you broke a promise. If they show up right. 10 after 10, they're sort of breaking a promise. Yep. And it's those little things that, that you kind of you check them all off and use those as, as kind of to help Old you. Yeah. 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 Okay. That was helpful. Thank you. Right. So and that we did beat that one to death. We did. So we'll, we should do this again. We will. I can see it in my mind's eye. It's coming. Yeah. And you know what? We haven't done a movie thing in a while, but I tell you what, by the next time we talk, I will have seen everybody everywhere all at once, something, whatever that is, that new the Academy Award winning movie. There you go. Which, um, set myself up for some disappointment. So look for okay. a review. That's right? my favorite all right. <laughs> when you're disappointed. <laughs> all right, Bob. I'll see you, man. All right. Sounds good. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Okay, that was another episode of Let's Chat Sales, a quick one, of course, and I hope it was helpful. And if it was, please like and subscribe, and more importantly, share it with your friends. There should be something right here you could point to and click on and try that out. It should be good. It's probably good. Certainly short, probably helpful. And thanks for listening or watching.